everyone, and welcome to Downtime with John and Emily, the how-to podcast by siblings who don't know anything. I'm your co-host, John Downey. And I'm Emily Downey. And we have a very special guest. You know her, you love her from Outlaws and Old Ones. She plays Remy McSquemmy. Shannon! Ayo! Ayo, it's me. It's me, Shannon. Welcome to the pod. <laughs> Thank you for joining us, Shannon. Which Hell is yeah. Been people We've been say. trying to get this woman on our show for decades. What can I say? <laughs> like a year. I'm a I'm a busy woman. I live a <laughs> I live a crazy jet setter life. <laughs> a tough lady to nail down. Yeah. I I wanted to talk to you all about the day that I had because I truly believe that I have angered someone based on the day that i have had Uh oh i i as most people who listen to our show know i'm a beer brewer as as a that's my day job i brew beer for a living so i have to get up very early so today was one of those days where i had to get up super early so my alarm was set to go off at four o'clock in the morning i wake up at one o'clock in the morning because there are multiple not just one multiple car alarms going off in my neighborhood Oh my what? god. Just just persistent. I turn over. My fiance has been awake because she just got her second dose of her vaccine for COVID. Thank God. She's fully vaccinated. That's great. But it is kicking her ass right now. She's got oh. a fever. She's she feels rough. She's getting through it and we're happy that she's vaccinated, but it's it's kicking her butt right now. So she was Yikes. tossing and turning all night. These car alarms were going off literally nonstop from 1 a.m. until my alarms went off. So I did oh. not sleep from the moment I woke up till 1 a.m. until my alarm went off at 4. I think I maybe got a wink in between my 4 o'clock and my 4.15 alarm, but that was it. Went to work. It was grueling. It took so long. It was hot and sweaty. Whatever. That's a normal brew day. I'm driving home, and I got a horrible nosebleed while i'm in the car what and i have to like search around for i'm like bleeding on my shirt i like have to search around (laughs) for napkins to sop this shit up and like get it to stop while i'm on the toll road how much are you picking your nose oh (laughs) my god what happened to you i I completely fell apart i got home (laughs) sam's still not feeling well i i make her some soup for lunch i bring it to her we Look on Uber Eats to because we we wanted to get some juice, so we we look at like the local um like acai bowl slash smoothie place nearby, and we order something. I'm tracking it. It gets literally down our street. It's a zero minutes away, and then he's just sitting there. I'm watching him on the app, just sitting at our corner for so long, and then all of a sudden my app goes blank and it goes order canceled. <gasps> I was like, what he the just, fuck just, just happened? Stole your juice. What? He was he like, actually, I'm juice. hungry. <laughs> oh, he actually, stole these juices seem real good. My guess is that maybe he like took a turn really hard and like spilled the juice in his car or something. I can't I just I can't imagine any other reason why he would have gotten literally to our corner and then canceled the order. <laughs> Just that's, to tease you. That's it's been just an to absolute. <laughs> it's been an absolute mess okay. of a day, and I'm I'm imagining that this this podcast recording session is going to be what pulls me up, pulls me yeah. up to the sun. <laughs> I hope I hope we can make it a little bit better for you, bro. Um, yeah, dude. I just do. Do you get nosebleeds a lot? Or no, I no, I don't. Sometimes I'm I'm a disgusting human. And I, sometimes I pick my nose and I like I get a nail <laughs> Dude, in there and that goes bad. But that's not a real nosebleed, nose. you know. Everyone's like, done that. No, yeah, yeah that's, 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 right. But that's not a real nosebleed because that goes away in a couple seconds. These like big ones, I don't get. I'm not prone to them. I feel like people who don't get regular nosebleeds always get like extremely bad nosebleeds whenever they do happen. You know, like my coworker was <laughs> yeah. late to work the other day and she was like, do you want to know why I was late? And I was like, yes, please tell me your story. <laughs> I guess. She's like, uh, I had a really bad nosebleed before I left and I literally couldn't get it to stop. And then as she was talking to me, it was like, and I was like, oh my God, your nose is still bleeding. Oh no. Her, her psychic powers have been activated. 
No, I don't know what I would do. I really don't because, like, when I lived in the mountains, like, people got nosebleeds because we were living at a high altitude, and it's very common True. adjustment to altitude to mm-hmm. get nosebleeds. But I never did. And I, the only time I've ever gotten a nosebleed ever was when I was a child and I was playing my Game Boy, and my older brother came up to me and smacked it in my face as hard as he could. Oh. <laughs> so I got a nosebleed then, and that's the only time I've ever gotten one. Oh, God. So, oh, why yeah, are kids, I would, like, absolutely kids are so out. mean and also so funny. <laughs> kids are <laughs> fucking hilarious. Like, he really did just, I think that was his life, like, was zero impulse control. Because you ever, like, walk past someone on the street and you ever, and they're standing close to the edge of the street and you just get the urge to, like, boo! You know, <laughs> just, like, you don't do it, but you have that little, like, demon that's just, like, just push, <laughs> just push them like, real quick. It, it, it and, it's that little just feeling in your mind that it gives you a sneak peek into the feeling of doing it yeah. as opposed to just you, picturing it happen. You like, like you feel that's it so Raven. You, that's a Raven. Yourself, yeah, exactly. And you're like, Oh, <laughs> nope. That would not end up. Well, not going to do that. Okay, cool. Sometimes it gets to the point where your hands are like lifting from your sides. You're like, no, 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 no. I feel like that's an alternate universe where like, that's the evil you. And right. like the evil you just sub- shove someone into the in in front of the subway, you know. That's <laughs> but, that's your like psychic peek into an alternate reality, is what you're saying. Yeah. Well, I had one of those the other day when I was standing at the top of my stairs, and all of a sudden, you know, when like something almost happens, like someone almost looks like they're about to run a red light, and then you go through the mm-hmm. whole situation, like they t-bone me, you know, I'm in a coma, <laughs> my loved ones are there, jaws you of know, life, crying coma. over my body, you know, and that's like oh the my alternate god. Reality where I'm in a coma now yeah I had that like the top of my stairs my dog like almost took me out you know like, oh, no. there's an alternate reality right now where I just fell down my stairs and died oh, no. yeah I told Taylor fault. that and then I did slip on the stairs a little and he like was he was so scared it was very funny dude honestly the number of times that I have fallen on the stairs like it's it's bad, and one day I'm really gonna hurt myself, and uh, I fall down. How the stairs does that just least, happen? What stairs? At least once a year. Sometimes it's carpet. What? Sometimes it's not carpet. Sometimes I'm wearing shoes. Sometimes I'm wearing socks. Like usually, I, I fall, at yeah. least like I always slide down on my butt, except for one time. One time at my <laughs> third floor, like walk up apartment, I did not fall on my butt. I like fully like. Whew, like flew down the stairs while I was uh, oh, a little no. inebriated <laughs> and I just stood up like I'm fine I'm, I'm okay I everything's fine <laughs> I, I think I am the luckiest version of myself when it comes to stairs because I think I do have a relatively regular thing like once or twice a year this will happen where I'll get my heel down on like the edge of the step and I'll just like slide right to the next one. Yeah. But I always stick the landing somehow. Oh and God. that's I, that's my, that, the alternate reality where I completely face plant and like break an ankle is definitely in there somewhere. God, when you you know when somebody describes something and you can like you're like, oh, you know, like like the <laughs> that's I have that sensation when you say like what, c- catching your heel on the stair and just yeah. like. Oh my god! Like I just get like a drop in my stomach just thinking about it. it. Just every time it scares me so much, and I do it all the time. I'm not careful at yeah. all. That's you're holding I'm a bowl go of down. cereal while you're doing. You're just, oh, oh god, no! Oh my god! Yeah, once I did fall down a flight of stairs. Um, I had uh, I don't know if I've told the story before, but at my old place of work in New York, uh, like my first job I got was at a restaurant that was three stories and the kitchen was actually in the basement so like you had to go and it was all half flights of stairs so it was really designing these places it was bad so don't don't do this if you're if you're making a restaurant and this is what this is the building this is the building you're in don't do it It was a super not. Don't open the restaurant. It was not success accessible at all. Like it was really bad. Whenever we had guests with wheelchairs, like I remember specifically, we had that one woman who was on Broadway in Spring Awakening at the time, who came all the time, and she was in a wheelchair, and like all the rest of the cast of Spring Awakening would eat upstairs, and she had to like stay downstairs with like a contingent of her friends because Um, like they literally just the ones that were willing to stay stay behind. Yeah. But anyways, so, like, I was going back into the bar area from the upstairs, 
and like the the bar area was full of people and I'm carrying a tray of empty glassware and I fell fully fell down the stairs holding a whole tray oh, of glasses my oh, my <laughs> like God. seriously like did all the, of the bad chatter? kind of fall did oh all of them- oh everything oh. broke <laughs> everything broke the whole bar was just like what the because like it's like the worst case scenario we were holding tons of breakable things and like this was not a heel slip like ha huh? no this was like head over heels so everyone's like oh my god somebody just like died on the stairs they, they, everyone thought i was dead it was oh like, my god and it was like i was like sitting in the middle of this carnage like i i'm okay <laughs> I was just like, I how lived. did I? It was like, ta da! <laughs> I looked like an asshole. I was this clumsy bitch. And the only thing that happened was I got a little cut on my titty because some broken glass like fell down my cleavage. And that was it. That was like the only bit. I was completely unscathed. You had but a yeah, coworker that came around, found you on the floor in in an accordion shape. <laughs> they they grabbed your thumb and blew on it. <laughs> <laughs> Beautiful. All right, we need to. I feel like that's we, the thing about getting older, though. I had a segue, John. Shut oh fuck! Up. Oh, yes, Emily, yes, no, yes, I'm yes, so yes. sorry. <laughs> That's the thing about getting older is you become so much more concerned about these things. Mm-hmm. When you're a kid, I mean, we just watch kids eating. We eat it all the time. Like we have, we have kids in our neighborhood. Like ton, we moved to a neighborhood, with tons of kids, tons of young kids, mm-hmm. and it's really cute because they all do the same shit that we used to do. Like knock on each other's doors and be like, "Is Eric home?" Cute. You know, whatever. <laughs> and it's like super cute. Um, but they also just face plant all the time. Like you'll see, like, <laughs> they just bite it all the time. <laughs> they do. They just like whoa, and like it's so funny because they're so little that their whole body hits the ground at the same time. <laughs> There's not, like a cascade effect, you know. No, but, but like, when you see when you see an adult fall, you're like, <gasps> like it's like yeah. it's a huge deal. Like it's it's, it's such a big, a big deal. deal. And that's like us now. Like if we fall, like. A bad it's bad. <laughs> it's really <laughs> bad. You uh, you get up and you're like shaken because you're like, oh I'm mortal. <laughs> like I could have died. <laughs> that was almost it. <laughs> yeah. This is how to get over your quarter life crisis, how to get through your quarter life crisis. How to survive. How to survive how your to quarter survive life crisis. It. Yeah. You can't there's no way around it. Side. You must you must go yeah. through gonna, it and come out. You're the gonna other go end. through it. Yeah. Must go through, can't go around, can't go over. Yeah. Um yeah. How to get how to survive your quarter life crisis? Quick age age check. Not not to not to put anyone on the spot. Wow. I don't know if anyone's weird about their ages here, but I feel like we're, we're all cool with it. Yeah, I mean, I think it's weird to be weird about your age. Honestly, like when people are like, "I'm 29 uh, forever," I'm like, "Oh, can you just <laughs> can you just die?" Like I don't know what to tell you. Everybody turns 30. Get over it. I'm so I'm so <laughs> old. Like 28 was really hard on me. I turned 28. That was my pandemic birthday. Everyone's had a pandemic birthday now. So we felt Every, really everyone. bad for the spring. <laughs> yeah, we've made it around. We felt bad All for those the people who babies, had those early right? year birthdays who thought they were getting out clean. Uh uh-uh. uh. The St. Patty's Day <laughs> yeah. people, they, they maybe are like, they maybe they could may celebrate okay. last year, but as, we're getting close. As long as they have some like healthcare worker friends or, or, some, or other essential worker friends who have vaccines already. Yeah. So it's just like, uh, I had, you know, that was my quarantine birthday. It was my 28th birthday. And that was, that was hard on me. That one was tough. I'm not going to lie. Like I liked 27. Mm-hmm. I really enjoyed 27. That was cool. And I just felt like it was a good number. And I think I'm weird about having good numbers. Like 28 is not a good yeah. number. 28 is a nothing number full of sadness and almost 30. Eights are That's lucky. Like what it is. I feel like eights, 27 yeah. does. Eights are the, like the Chinese lucky number, aren't they? Eights are big. Is that true? Yeah, eights are big. I think mm-hmm. I think it's yeah. eights. It's eights. But 27, you're, right. you're lucky to get past 27. That's that's the tough one. That's the one where everybody dies. Yeah. But I feel like I 27 mean, is a really cool stuff. age. Like, it's just, you're like, yeah, yeah. I'm 27. I'm stuff 27. Is, it's also stuff like. cool right now. Like, I'm, I'm 26 and f- it also feels like a nothing age. I don't know if I just have a thing about even numbers, but I'm also just like. 
Yeah, now I forget how old I am. I feel like that's a new thing that happened. I used to never forget mm-hmm. how old I am, and now I'm like, it doesn't matter because the last birthday <laughs> that matters is like 21, really, and like kind of 25, I guess. And now I'm just like, cool. I guess I'll be excited when I turn 30. I don't know. It's just who cares? Who cares about your late 20s? You know? Mm-hmm. No I will be turning 26 in June. So I, that doesn't mean anything. We're not even close to June. I'm 25. I. <laughs> <laughs> I'm eight and three quarters. <laughs> <laughs> that was that was my quarantine birthday, and that was that was sad because I like I love to have a big blowout for my birthday. But anyway, we don't have to talk about how sad coronavirus is. Everyone knows. <laughs> um, what? So my gut reaction is that twenty five is the quarter. But that does, that's that's not correct. Well, I think <laughs> that that's very wishful. Yeah, I think the reason that I refer to it as the quarter life crisis is because, well, a I probably heard somebody say it and was like, yeah, that sounds good. But also, like midlife crisis is usually like your forties, right? Like, like yeah, mm-hmm. forties to like maybe early. I always think early fifties, but like maybe maybe that's later. I don't know. But if that's your like midlife crisis, then half of that is like your twenties. Yeah. Yeah. Is so is a quarter life crisis the same thing as a midlife crisis just earlier or is it somehow the inverse of a midlife crisis? I guess we should try to characterize it a little th- bit like what are the symptoms of a quarter life crisis, right? Like right. What, what is one going through in a quarter yeah. life? What are you what are you trying to get over? What's happening to you so that's I feel making like, you this way? I feel like a lot of people in their quarter life crisis are like either just entered like their career field, you know, like rather than uh-huh. just like like I don't know what to call them because everything sounds demeaning and like every job is so valid. So that's stupid. But yeah, you know what I mean? Like everybody's like entering a different job field or a different career field around this age. And you're still kind of settling in like to whatever you're doing. Yeah. Like getting in the groove of things like, okay, I like, let me get my health care. Let me get my like my job, figure out what vacations look like now. Like maybe I'm Mm -hmm. buying a house. Maybe there's, you know, it's just like, so I feel like one of the symptoms is just feeling lost because everybody at this age, I feel like is like, okay, I, I need to like figure things out. I'm not at my like end game where I'm like, I got it. I'm in the groove of things, but I'm not like a college student anymore. And I think a lot of it is like, uh, we were just talking about this before we recorded, but like feeling like people are treating you like a kid when you're like, I'm old now. Go fuck yourself. You know, like I'm an you're adult. like, yeah, I'm an adult. But this also, is the age where people also are like, if you I'm don't old. Don't card me at the grocery store. I will cry. Like, I will yeah. cry. <laughs> you need to card me, but also don't treat me like a fucking child. <laughs> card me, but also don't call me sweetie. <laughs> <laughs> is, the, is, is there something to the fact that it's like, you're you're basically going through major life changes in in pretty heavy quotes I would say up until you're you get to your early 20s a- a- assuming you're going through the same like educational processes that a lot of people are mostly in media I mean, it doesn't happen for everybody but like you're going through a major change every 2 to 4 years for the most part and then maybe this like 23 24 25 is where you start looking down the barrel at like oh i don't see any major life yeah. changes between now and like a decade from now maybe i don't yeah. know well i feel like it's also like people yeah up until like a certain age are co- telling you oh you're so young you're so young you have so much potential you have your whole life ahead of you and all of a sudden like People stop saying that to you. Like, yeah. <laughs> at a certain point, they're like, you really need to, you know, get your shit together. You know, at a certain point when you're 22. Yeah, you're it, like, the, the rhetoric changes drastically <laughs> from, oh, you have, don't worry about it. You have so much life ahead of you, too. Wow, you need to start, like, you need <laughs> you to get need it to together. Figure it out. Yeah. <laughs> you're yeah, way you're behind already. Like, I mean, wait, like, but yesterday you were telling me that I was anymore. doing good. Yeah. I mean, also, like, your body is, like, literally developing, like, your brain is developing. And if you're a woman, you're having like your second puberty potentially like depending mm. on your hormones and all that but like really so i didn't and then know you, about that <laughs> you know your, your hips keep widening you didn't have the like uh, like once you turn I 18 because i sit on my ass all the time <laughs> <laughs> yes emily it literally changed the shape of your body <laughs> you turned into a couch okay potato that. I do not consent. 
<laughs> yeah, no. Yeah, I but like literally becoming shaped like a potato. <laughs> you kind of hit your not that th- this is like true, but you kind of hit your like physical peak, you know, and you're like, okay, now things hurt. Now I have to go to the doctor for stuff that was like not a big deal before. Now like my feet hurt, but I have to actually do something about it. Like now it's time to like figure stuff out, you know. I'm not excited for it. I'm mm-hmm. not. I mean, I'm in it. But. Is the answer to this just what I know Emily and I are want to do, which is to just fuck any any like sort of schedule or routine? Just like you're you're looking down, you're like, okay, I'm looking at a good maybe five years before I can realistically do anything anything unique in my schedule. So fuck this. I'm I'm going to go absolutely insane with my schedule. Nothing's going to be the same every day. I need I I need to have a unique day. I <laughs> I, I, I mean, can't that's what I do. I like to mix it up. Like especially with pandemic and stuff, I always talk yeah. about like please someone throw something new into my enclosure. <laughs> like I'm so like stagnant and I'm just like a little polar bear at the zoo who hasn't I just, seen snow in years. <laughs> like, I just need a four-year-old to drop down in here just to make things a little interesting for once. <laughs> please make me a cake of frozen shrimp and clams. Like, please. <laughs> like, something. So I need a tire swing or something. Like, something I can bat around. <laughs> Desperately. I feel like my solution is, like, like do that like like crazy schedule but more like i just pack as much into my schedule as i possibly can and i'm like look at all this stuff look at how productive i'm being this is so great and then i (laughs) get really stressed out and then i either burn out and don't do anything or i just one of my plans gets canceled and i get really excited and everybody can identify with that i think and i don't know if that's like a millennial thing or like a, a a quarter life age thing i don't know but i yeah, I feel like that's a good coping mechanism. Maybe this is what we need to do for each other. Maybe this is this is a team effort that we've taken on. And that's that's why we need you here, Shannon. Maybe what it is is that we all pack our schedules as tightly as possible and we we have a few things in there with each other and then each of us sort of just has to take turns canceling on the oh, other person. Yes. So mm. that they can feel like they're getting the day off, you know? But you have to you yeah. have to make it sound convincing, right? So you can't right. just you can't just be a completely reasonable person and do something that we should all feel okay doing, which is like, yeah. hey, I just can't handle it today. I have to cancel. No, you have to come up with an elaborate <laughs> excuse. You have to be like, oh my god, I I have to go get new tires on my car, and then I have to go let my neighbor's cat out of their bedroom that they locked. I don't know. You know, you gotta just come up with something crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. It definitely can't be migraine all the time because people start seeing through that shit. Yep. Or they think you might have a brain tumor. And that's, I got a you know, nosebleed on my way home from work and then my Uber Eats didn't show up on time. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, like, I definitely needed to cancel something today mm-hmm. in order to get through it because I am sick. So I didn't I didn't go to work today. You but I was like, work. Nice. <laughs> it's so difficult when you work from home because like you have to like is it worth it to cancel now because it feels like it has to be like a really good one that keeps you from sitting on your ass all day and looking at your computer (laughs) you know like what would keep me from looking at my computer all day which is definitely what I'm gonna do for leisure when I'm not working I'm gonna be doing these base actions regardless (laughs) Mm mm-hmm but uh yeah it's always migraine like migraine is always the best excuse and as someone who actually gets migraines it sucks because like every so often i will use migraine as an excuse when i do not actually Mm -hmm. have a migraine and then when Mm -hmm. i do have a migraine for realsies i feel like people are like oh you you got a migraine and i'm like no i have a migraine (laughs) do not talk to me and they're like oh yeah yeah i had a migraine too and i'm like no you you didn't. I you will live stream me. my day if you need me to. I will. I'll uh, be on Twitch.tv/slash The Outlaws Network. Yeah. <laughs> For me, it was like I have an ear infection, which doesn't feel like it doesn't sound good enough to get off work. But let me tell you, ear infection, ear infections, or sinus infections, or whatever, they make you really fucking stupid. 
Like, my brain is full of fluffy bunny clouds right now. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. it's not... Because you can't... He, you're in a fishbowl, mm-hmm. you know? And I'm like, I cannot stare at documents today. There's no way <laughs> in hell that this is going to work out for anybody. Like, definitely not me. But I was, like, thinking about my extracurriculars today. And I was like, okay, I can go to work. But if I do, I'm definitely not getting to my extracurriculars. Like, there's no way I will be a puddle <laughs> of tears from just, like, attempting to, to work through the pain, you know? So, yeah, I chose not to go to work because uh, my own reasons, I guess. But also, <laughs> I love you guys and wanted to record. But there you go. Yeah. So so canceling. So that's that's a step right there. Help each other out. Cancel Cancel on each other. Schedule more things than you think you need to schedule so you can cancel on your friends so that they feel good to have a, a free hour or two. Go and check out Sophia DeLeo. Get in the link in the description. I'm going to send you to her Spotify and her Instagram. Go follow her on both those platforms. She's going to be releasing a brand new EP and then in the coming months. So keep your ear to the ground for that. The song we have for you today is called Girlfriend. Thank you so much, Sophia DeLeo, for providing the music this week. Take it away. It's been six weeks since I left. Take it back to when we first met. Oh, I would drive. weeks since we touched some relationship between alcohol and a quarter life crisis i feel like there there probably is my alcohol intake fluctuates so wildly now it's like i'll have months where i'm like yeah i'll have a drink every night because i enjoy Mm -hmm. drinking or i'll have a cocktail every night and then i'll just have times where i'm just like i'm so over it i'm so over especially this is the one thing that does happen with a quarter life 
is hangovers. I was just about to say constant hangovers. Like it's you cannot like, drink without a hangover. I feel anymore. it for two days. Like it, it, it doesn't impact. It impacts my body the the first day, but the second day. So sad. The, the depression so, is so, so bad. So horribly yeah. sad and empty <laughs> and just no lust for life. No, no, no <laughs> zest. I have no zest. It's just like somebody squeezed it all out of me. Yeah. Oh, my God. And and you no, turn 25 am... and then you have three beers and then you're like, oh, my God. Why do I have like a small headache now? I had three <laughs> beers last oh night. God. It's not fair. I just I, I can't I don't feel as alive as I did before. I can't I can't <laughs> drink and then watch West Wing happily the next morning. I have to watch these reruns just in sadness. <laughs> I yeah, so I opened a bottle zest. of wine with Taylor and he didn't want to drink it. So I drank most not even he had his own class and then there was still more in the bottle. So that leads me to believe I had at most two and a half glasses of wine. The whole yep. next day was a bust. <laughs> like, <it was laughs> two and a half glasses of cheap red wine, and you are done. That's You're like, out of commission. I wasn't even. I wasn't even drunk. Like, <laughs> that's. I think that's the bigger shit of it. The fact that you can drink so little, not even get drunk. Yeah. And still get a hangover. That's the fucked up part. Because it's not like so it's brutal. not like your tolerance has changed drastically. You know, right. like it's not like you're like. Oh, oh, wow. I had like three drinks and I was like so hammered. It's like, no, I had three beers. I was a little buzzed and now I hurt mm-hmm. and now it hurts. And, <laughs> and now all pain. And then tomorrow I will be empty inside. Why is it like this? I need the alcohol to cope. Like, what's happening? Just let me have the thing. Yeah, it's like, I know what I need to get over this right now. It's, it's, it is a beer. It's, it's another one. <laughs> no. Taylor and I say this all the time because we've been watching um, a big, a great rewatch uh, or a first time watch, which was my, it is now a rewatch because the quarantine has extended so long, <laughs> is um, it's Star Trek The Next Generation. Oh uh, my which God. <laughs> holds up, is extremely fun to watch, and there's like a million episodes of it. So it's great, but they have synthol. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want synthahol. And if you don't watch TNG, it's literally synthetic alcohol that does get you drunk, but there's a cure for it, and you can just drink the cure. Because, like, they're, like, officers on, on a starship, right? So, like, be drinking and having their off time, then it'll be like, red alert, something's, the Romulans are attacking. They're like, oh, shit, drink the antidote and go to work. And you're like, oh, I need this so I need that bad. so bad. <laughs> How do they get anything done in this fictional fantasy universe? Who cares? Yeah, I would no, one, uh, no one on they Earth would wanna... get anything done. We need we we are we're stupid humans. We need Daddy the balance. Well, we need to know that something bad is. We we need to know that we're cheating our own bodies. Does, does the antidote... and are going to pay for our behavior later in order to get through something? Does, you know what I mean? Does the antidote only cure the hangover, or does it cure the drunkness? Because if it cures the drunkness, I think it does both. then you could just it's both okay. Because then you could be productive. Like, then you could be like, cool. I'm gonna drink get... the antidote, and then one no, hour I'm later like, I'll get drunk again. I think it's like literally like it doesn't get you hungover like you can't. If you can just have all all of the best parts of everything and not have to worry about the repercussions, I'm only doing that now. <laughs> That's it. I'm not doing. I, I I'm not doing any other punishment. I'm supposed to do. <laughs> I'll only be drunk. I do like there is an episode where Scotty from like the original shows up in the star. And now I'm just gonna talk what? about Star Trek. That's <laughs> Um, but Scotty from the original Star Trek, where they didn't have synthahol, they had just like alcohol. It hadn't been invented yet. Oh. Um, in the original series, Scotty like goes and visits like the Enterprise, <laughs> and they like try to give him like synthahol, and he's like, "This is garbage. Give me whiskey." And they're like, "We only have this weird alien liquor like somewhere <laughs> behind the bar." He's like drinking this bright green like alien liquor because he refuses to drink synthol and he gets absolutely fucking smashed and does talk about how being drunk isn't worth it unless you get a hangover. Yeah, I mean, so. maybe maybe we have something to learn from risk. Scotty as, <laughs> as, a, at the risk as people of going through a crisis. <laughs> <laughs> at the risk of agreeing, I I do think that they're moving away from alcohol. Uh, <laughs> 
<laughs> Darn. Which is important at a certain point. And Star Trek, I, or are we still good with Star Trek? I, you know, there's a lot of episodes. We, 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 we can, can probably, still, we, we can, can keep working in Star the Trek. Themes through. <laughs> Gotta have really yeah, good yeah. segues, it'll, though. It'll come yeah. back around. Um, I think that there is something that's starting to fade away from us at this age, which is like when you're young, like young, young, like teens and like 20 and 21, you're, you're pretty much in the zeitgeist all the time. Like, you know, what's happening all the time and you, you're up on all of the trends. And there's this certain thing where like, we're getting to this age and we know we're losing touch with that that portion of our lifetime and we see and hear things that we get jealous that we don't know about. Yes, but what then is drip? We're Someone also tell me what drip is. Like... No, quick, what's drip, please? Bit <laughs> 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 too embarrassed to ask. <laughs> what's a fit? Hang on, what what, it, what do they isn't mean? It close? I know what, what fit is, okay? I know what a fit that's is. It, I'm, that's I, the easy I, you know, that's basic human logic, but drip, that is your clothes, but like explain... Explain why. <laughs> Honest, honestly, we are like the the line. I feel like because I have yeah. a manager that I work with. Who so is you guys 22. aren't gonna explain drip to me because I was genuinely asking. I, I think it's just fan, just fancy, like nice higher end stuff. Isn't it like? I, I think like it is just clothes or like there's accessories. There's a reason they call it drip. Isn't though. it? Isn't it because because like I, ice cold, like ice cold, yeah. cold and then, but then it melts and it's the drip. Does that oh God, this is horrible. <laughs> Every- yeah, no, <laughs> this- no. This is why people Emily, our age should not Emily, talk about you, this. You doomed us from the beginning with this question. I'm sorry, I just really wanted to know. Okay, I'm sorry, <laughs> Shannon. I cut you off, and you were talking about something else. <laughs> no, that's we're we're gonna have a little uh, Urban Dictionary session after this. But that's yeah. see, that's <laughs> a tool. I, like, I need an I need a non-judgmental zone. Yeah. in which to discuss. This. Oh, for sure. <laughs> So if I you want the non-judgmental zone, just make sure you're on private browsing when you go to Urban Dictionary. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's the thing is, like, I really want to know, but I know I'll, I'm not going to try to appropriate the language of the of the of the, of the youths <laughs> of the youths. Yeah, what are they called? Gen Zers, you know. Yeah, I'm not going to appropriate I their. I don't know, man. They there's, scare there's me. Some, and I don't. There's some people that say that I am I am a Gen Z and I don't I don't Yeah, but you're I, like the I oldest Gen I don't, Z. I, I would okay, be, see I am that's the thing. I'm either the oldest Gen Z or the youngest millennial. So I think I'm right on that line. you have siblings. So everybody that has siblings is different. If you're Good an point. only child and you were born in like nineteen ninety six, maybe you're Gen Z. Maybe you are an elder Gen Z. But like right. if you were born like my sister was born in 1996 and she was, she's definitely a millennial because she grew up with me and like, we're like, we're millennials. We're not part of generation Z. Like, it's just not, we don't share any yeah. of the like cultural similarities, you know, but like, so that's I think, a good point. yeah. So I think there is a lot of overlap. I think that's why it's like 99 to 95 ish is like when like millennial ends because there's like, I don't know. I, yeah. You know, yeah. Everything I see is is the range is between ninety four to ninety six. Mm-hmm. Some I think I've seen a couple outliers where it's higher, but yeah, I think I think that's absolutely true. I think there is like a weird magnet pull to the average age of you and your siblings, and whatever year that happens to be is like really the year that you're all sort of in. But I think that there that at this age you're starting to see like. You're starting to see things that you never thought you would want to be into and just sort of letting go and letting yourself be into because it's it's a thing that's outside of the zeitgeist. It's not cool to want to do this thing, but you're just you're just kind of like, fuck it. Who's going to tell me no? So then you end up binging like four seasons of Survivor because you're just like, <laughs> why, why not be into Survivor? Who who's gonna tell me I can't be into Survivor? No one. I think I think a lot of it is because like you're we we collectively do it, you know, you and like everybody tends to hang out with people who are in the same age group as them, right? So mm-hmm. everybody around you is doing the same thing. You're like, oh, we're not really keeping up with like what's current. We're all like rewatching this thing from like whatever like some of some of my friends right now are the next generation (laughs) yes some some of my friends are on a kick of rewatching iCarly uh which did not hold up well apparently by the way um as did a lot of the what's his name 
Dan, you know who I'm talking about? The guy who, who makes like iCarly and like Drake and Josh and like all those movies. It's like oh, Dan something. Yeah, yeah. 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 Apparently his okay. shows just don't hold up. He's like an asshole and it's just like, not yeah, funny nope, these are not good. Yeah. You guys made jokes about hobos a lot and that's actually just houseless people. I so did. like, Ooh, yeah, that's distasteful now that you think Ooh. about it. Yeah. Uh, oh, Schneider. Yeah. Dan Schneider. Dan Schneider. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Dan Schneider. Okay. Yeah. But it's just, yeah. yeah so so cool. if anything, I feel like y- you just get into bubbles with your friends of like, oh, now we're all gonna like watch this show or we're all gonna play this video game that we all played like 12 years ago. Like, you know. Yeah. I think. Yeah, it is very much like, especially th- with social media. And so I feel like we've all created our yeah. little pockets, our little wind mm-hmm. tunnels you know and we just talk to each other about whatever the fuck we want because there's yeah. no way we're keeping up like we weren't we weren't born plugged into the internet like no you just need like, like one friend i think i think this is a good survival tip have a friend at least one friend that is like a generation above you and a generation behind you because then you have somebody who can keep you up on all the hip lingo but then you also have somebody who's like yes we are dead inside and we don't know anything about memes anymore this is great we can bond over this the way it is and then on top of that i think let let go let yourself don't feel bad when you don't know the hips like it's fine who cares don't feel bad just, I don't have a I don't have do a TikTok it. and I am not just, ashamed. Like I refuse. What I'm saying is I think maybe we should start a a recap podcast of Survivor starting from episode one, <laughs> season one. Honestly, is, I feel like we should do TNG. I've, I've just had no T Emily. You we cannot start a podcast recapping anything from nerd culture. No. It is we we can't. It's not good. No one's gonna listen to it. The, the, it's flooded. The, the, the economy's so flooded. Dude, I would 100%. You know, then I'll just listen to a podcast that's already made about it, probably. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's the thing. Who's who's made a recap podcast of Survivor? I ask you. No one. No one has. We can corner the market. This is what I'm saying. Well, wait, we can either that do that guy... or The Amazing Race, but you got to do one. But <laughs> oh, isn't Joe Rogan the, the host of Survivor? <laughs> isn't Joe Rogan's whole, whole podcast sort of like... Since he was on Survivor, no, he was Fear Factor. He no, has... he was Fear Factor. It was worse. Oh. He was on the worst one. No, no, Survivor oh. was what was his name? Je- like Jeff, Jeff Bennett or something? Jeff something? I've no, I've the host? no, idea. I've literally. That's why I'm Come saying on. I think it might be perfect oh. because I've literally never ever seen a single episode of Survivor. Oh, I thought you said you had. Wait, oh, I, I see. Were... I thought I was like, no, oh, John no. is making a joke because he is rewatching Survivor, and I was gonna be like, he yes. just wants us all to watch Survivor with him. <laughs> No, <laughs> I watched a fair number of seasons about Survivor or of Survivor. Not gonna lie, like, mm-hmm. yeah, definitely used to watch. That. I was, um, we were an American Idol family. Mm. That we was were like an American part, Idol family. That was that like was... something that was real. That like for a long time we like had to watch American Idol. Like as a family, like it wasn't like yeah. required. Like it was like you'll sit and you'll watch your American Idol. We like wanted to, and I think yeah. that was like. Wow, because it was still like almost pre-internet. We had days. to pass around the yeah. home phone, the landline, yeah. to call in for who we wanted. Exactly. <laughs> so it was like we were all. The, it was like when the family did stuff together. You know, we would gather around the hearth and watch American Idol. <laughs> <laughs> and those and, were the days. And vote for and vote Ruben for Clay Stutter. Aiken or whatever. Reuben Stuttered. Oh yeah. No. <laughs> Are we are we on opposite sides of a feud now? Well, Is there a Clay the Aiken Ruben Stuttered feud going on Ruben's, right here? Ruben Stuttered beat it was the it was them it was that was the second season of American Idol. This is how much Ruben I know. Stuttered beat Clay second Aiken. season of American Idol yeah. final two where Clay Aiken and Ruben Stuttered. Ruben Stuttered won, and he got to be the one who recorded a music video for the live action Scooby Doo movie. I was movie. just Sorry, about to say that. The second live action Scooby Doo movie. I was just about to be like, wait, I need to draw attention to this very important fact. <laughs> I'm glad our priorities are the same. <laughs> Facts, I do not know. I know the third season was Fantasia Barino, followed by Carrie Underwood. Yeah. And that's Was and Carrie then, fourth season? Kelly Clarkson was, was season, season one, right? Kelly, Kelly Clarkson was season, was season one. one. And then the she OG. got a movie from Justin to Kelly because Justin came in second. Yeah. Uh, Where was Bo Bice? Wasn't he a guy? That was later. Was later. That was like he was much, much later. later. He was I think. like seven. Yeah. I think he was seven. Really? When was um? Yeah. I can't remember his name. The the little red haired guy who sang Crocodile Rock. You know who I'm talking about? 
No. I like always I, I always rooted for him because uh, he had red hair and I just love gingers, you know. Bo Bice was the runner up to Carrie Underwood in the fourth season. I knew he wasn't that late. I knew he was an earlier one. God, now I just mm. want to. Okay, see, this is something that that can also help your your quarter life crisis, or maybe not be good for your quarter life crisis. I don't know. Maybe you need to let go of old TV shows, or maybe you need to rewatch them and feel like you're like twelve years old again. We we're already here's the thing, we're we are deep in the the trying to create content life. This is this is what. This is the bag we've made for ourselves already. We've been doing this for a long time. If you can get by without wanting to make a, a show about it, do that. If if you can make a show about it and not like honestly not stress about people watching it or listen to it, then do whatever you want. But don't add stress to your life for no reason. I'm saying that we should make a podcast because we're already about this life. <laughs> well, that's, and that's like not a very. Advice. I feel like that is a very quarter life crisis. Is to be like. I need to make a podcast now. Oh, I, I need I need a backup life. I, I need just in case everything goes horribly, horribly wrong. I need something that I can at least put effort into. Maybe as a backup. Yeah, I'm trying to think. I'm trying to figure out what the driving factor like behind creating a podcast is because I feel like it is definitely like a 23 to 28 year old thing to do is to make a podcast and I don't know if it's like I just need to hear myself talk so that I know that I am important and I know that other people think that I am important you know because I, I it do be like yes or if it's just like, it do I, be need, like that. I don't know how much longer I'm gonna live I need to record my life for posterity like right, people yeah. people need to know how perfect I was in my 20s well that's that's our show now our, our brother just had a baby and that's what yeah. we decided on our last we episode did. that this this show is just for for him now it's for our <laughs> yeah. nephew it's dedicated this to him for when we teaching die. him how to get through life the worst yeah. ways humanly possible <laughs> but it is it is just a little cry for help i think it's just like i'm making a podcast i'm still here damn it you know? someone, someone listen to me please please someone listen please. to me yeah it's not even ego we don't know we know no one listens but i mean it's it's i don't know i don't know what it's for oh, i think anymore. it's because it is, it is nice to create because i don't exactly I don't journal i don't do I any was of that just about to say it's because we don't journal yeah. and we should be journaling and if we were healthy people then we would journal but we don't so we just it's yell into a void and that is the journal <laughs> <laughs> it's because i'm ashamed of my handwriting <laughs> Thank you, guys. See, this is what I this is what I need this show for. It's therapy. I just I need to get to the bottom. I'm glad you of could it. overcome that today and, and I, reveal. I got my weekly breakthrough. Thank you, guys, God. for helping me. Through All right, that. that's it. I'm out of here. <laughs> it's also like, yeah, I could buy a microphone one time and use that microphone the whole time, or I could pay that same amount every single week for someone to listen to everything that is wrong with me. And it's sorry, I'll just buy more microphones and start more podcasts. <laughs> I feel like I can get the I, same effect. I need a different microphone for every show that I host. <laughs> That's how podcasts work, right? Yeah. That's yeah. how we've been doing it. Good. I have yeah. 800 microphones. <laughs> <laughs> I've gotten one for every episode. Oh, lordy, lordy. I don't want to die. <laughs> how, how do you all feel that we did? Do we have any, any closing remarks? I'm trying to think if I have any other just like little tips. Uh, drink? Drink more water. And if you know that you're not going to drink more water, because I just feel like everybody, when you're getting older, should be like more conscious about your health, you know? So if you don't want to drink mm -hmm. water, be like me and buy those little Mio packs that you squirt in your water that make your water taste good. Because then, <laughs> then you drink so much of it that a glass of water feels refreshing because you're like, I've been drinking nothing but juice for two weeks and I need a glass of water that just tastes like water. So... Dude, that's I a life like, hack for you right there. I feel like that was a big think, thing when when we realized like we were all little, I don't know for me, but it was like, it was almost a rebellion when we were teens to be like, I care about myself and I drink water and you should drink water and like pushing water on your friends to show that you loved them. That was like a big thing. Like the, the, the caring friend was yeah. always telling people to drink water. Mm -hmm. And that has stuck with me through my whole life. I have very, I could name the humans when I was a teen who were my friends who told me to drink water all the time and every time I drink water I'm like I'm doing this for you Morgan you know who you are like, but everyone has one you know someone who was like I love you drink water and every time something's like a little wrong with me 
I'm like, or a lot wrong with me, actually. I like will shun medication and just like go to water. water. Yeah. Yeah. If it doesn't fix it, I mean, like that's that's a good indicator that you have a real problem. Ibuprofen and water. Those are like my fixes for mm-hmm. everything. Um, now I'm like, oh, it hurts oh, yeah. a little bit. I'm just ibuprofen and water. There you go. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Shannon, thank you so much for joining us. We're we're again, we're so happy to have you that we finally got you on the show. Uh, why don't you tell everyone where they can find you elsewhere on the internet? Well, you can find me on Instagram at Sharnin Blarnin, but you can also find me on Outlaws and Old Ones, which is our weekly Call <laughs> of Cthulhu <laughs> game. That we play on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern. We are on a little hiatus right now, but we will be coming back. I believe we said March 11th is when we will return. So yeah, I, th- yeah, I think early March. Yeah. Is right. Yeah. So keep keep an eye out. You can follow us on Twitch.tv/slash/TheOutlawsNetwork. I'm there every week. John's there every week. Emily is there a lot. It's super fun. Come hang out with us. We just finished season one of Outlaws and Old Ones. So if you want to catch up on that, all of it is on our YouTube channel. Just go to YouTube and search The Outlaws Network. We'll come right up. And every episode from season one is on there. Uh, or if you want a quicker way, you want like you don't think you'll be able to get through that much content before season two starts airing and you want to be there with us on episode one of season two, uh, Are We Friends, uh, the podcast, who we've had all three of those boys on our show uh, uh, so many times before. So if you haven't listened to their podcast, go listen to it, please. Um, but they just recently did an episode of their show that just recapped the whole first season of the show. So if you want a quick way to get caught up on all the, all the major beats, go to r-we-friends.com and go listen to that episode. It's really funny. It's It gets you caught up. It's great. Uh, we have a couple more people to thank. John. I would like to thank Ethan Gustafson for the use of his music as our intro and outro theme. You can find more work from Ethan at somepointsound.com. Thank you so much to Natalie Spitzel for the use of her cover art. If you'd like to see more from Natalie, you can go to her Instagram. That is at NMS underscore creative. Once again, that's at NMS underscore creative or go to NatalieSpitzel.com. Are you shaking your leg right now? Just be honest with me. I know you are. Maybe you need some solid CBD products to just to just mellow you the hell out. And you can get those CBD products at homesteadhemp1787.com. They have CBD bath bombs. They have CBD oil. They have hemp pre-rolls that you can smoke and just get you so chilled out. Get Have all that stress just melt away. Use code DOWNTIME at checkout. You get 20% off your entire order. These, these products are amazing. You're going to love them. Again, homesteadhemp1787.com. Use code DOWNTIME at checkout for 20% off your order. Thank you, Homestead Hemp 1787 We love you. Thank you so much for listening. I'm Emily Downey. I'm John Downey. The ravages of time, I will fight you. Keep that button hot. Oh.